0: It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
1: Whether you've overdone it at the gym, at the dinner table... Or on the couch. AHM Health Insurance have a cover for you. Join direct at ahm.com.au. For
0: SEN America, this is the SEN NFL Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting across the desk from me is my co-host, James Arthur. G'day, mate. Hey, Richie. How are you? Very well, mate. Today, we are going to get over to the newsroom. We're going to discuss the local Gridiron Victoria season as it opens up this weekend in our Going Local segment and continue with our top 10 countdowns. We'll be doing running backs this week.
1: Yeah, very exciting. I'm looking forward to, obviously, we're both playing tomorrow, our first game of the season. Uh, so that's, that's a bit of fun We'll probably be a bit battered and bruised next week
0: But that's all part of it Always after week one James, it is our 49th podcast Nearly there, nearly at 50 Is Chris
1: going to come in for 50, do you think?
0: I don't know Actually, Invite him now Because I bet you we won't listen to this and hear it Chris, we would
1: really love it If you would come in for our 50th episode Get Let's- back to us, thanks
0: Let's get out of the newsroom It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL podcast. You'd think one day I'd start to get used to having the board here. You won't. No, I keep stuffing it up, clearly. (laughs) Ron Rivera gets a three-year extension worth $19.5 million. It's good to go to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, that's a nice little payday for him. Uh, He's got one year left on his current contract, so then he's got three more years after that for the extension. I think pretty well-deserved for the Riverboat, Ron. He's he's done pretty well with that team. How long's he been there now? I, well, I'd say it's his fifth year. because They usually give five-year signings for, court, for coaches. I'd just say, I don't know. I didn't look into it. I, this is very recent. This only happened today. So, look, he's well-deserved. He went to the Super Bowl. I think they'll be a pretty good team next year. Now, yeah, he's probably riding the coattails of Cam Newton pretty heavily. <laughs> um but that's what happens when you draft the right quarterback, and that's what every team's trying to do. So good on him. Uh, he gets that defense playing well. Again, he's probably right in the coattails of Luke Cookley. But I'm <laughs> sure he was involved in all that drafting process, and he's built and designed a pretty good team there. So good luck to him. I highly doubt he'll play out that three years because coaches rarely do. But we'll see what happens because it's so fickle, this industry. He has one bad year. He could be gone. For example, they only win six or seven games this year for some reason. He could not even start that extension. But he still gets
0: paid, and that's what it's all about. It doesn't matter how many games he wins this year. He'll get next year.
1: You can get one more year? You get at least one.
0: Uh, we'll see what happens. It,
1: it's a very fickle industry for coaches. Yeah, it's rough. Ask Chip Kelly.
0: Oh, he's still got a job, though. Yeah. And it, whenever he gets fired from the NFL, he'll go straight into a college gig the next day.
1: Yeah, because his offense actually works down there. Exactly.
0: Moving on to Denver. Now, Von Miller says, there is no chance I'm playing under the tag. Very interesting. Very interesting. If he,
1: they've only got about uh, three weeks left to get a long term deal. He can technically just not play.
0: But I don't. Would you do that? I wouldn't. I think I'd want that 14 million. There's a whole bunch of rules around um, how long you can hold out and still have it count as a season. And be eligible for free agency, all sorts of weird stuff like that. But I, oh, surely, I can't if he's him. on the
1: tag, he can't hold out. He signed the tender. He's under contract. You can not turn up though. He could just not play. Yeah, and then they just don't stay pay at home, him. and they don't pay him. I guess no,
0: no. If you don't turn up for work, <laughs> yeah, you don't get paid. <laughs> no matter how much guaranteed money there is, you don't get paid.
1: That's a that's a lot of money to give up. But he's going to earn it all back. And oh, it's, it's just so will, interesting. Will he be there week one? Yes, yeah. yes. I think they'll get a deal done, but it's starting to become very petty. Just see, they went to the White House during the week, and Demarcus Ware put a picture up of uh, John Fox. No, who's the co- Gary Kubiak, um, Demarcus Ware, Von Miller, and John Elway? And then Von Miller put the same photo up with John Elway cropped out of the photo. No, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> put it up on Twitter, so he's obviously look.
0: That's great. That's he's what he's going to get Twitter. paid.
1: He's going to get paid. Uh, a signing that's
0: actually next in the news will uh, will help him get paid as well. Well, let's just jump right to it. Fletcher Cox of the Philadelphia Eagles signs a six-year, hundred three million dollar deal with thirty six point three million in guaranteed money. Now, compose yourself—that I said that wrong—and give me your take.
1: <laughs> What's his name?
0: Fletcher Cox.
1: That was absolutely terrific, Rich. Oh, thank you. You've uh you've you've brightened j- my day. Thank you very much. Uh it's ridiculous money. It's basically he's gonna get thirty six point three million dollars over the next three years. That's where his guarantees run out. Uh which is fairly good money for a Absolutely a top defensive end. What what's what's that a season? About twelve and a bit million dollars a season. Um I think he gets I think he's due a pretty big signing
0: bonus. Yeah, it's like 18-19 but... of that is all this year.
1: Yeah, so look, he'll get that over the next 3 years. That's all guaranteed and then basically he's got, you know, 70 million left on the rest of it or 67 million left for the next 3 years now whether he gets all that money. You know, that's $23 million a season what they usually like to do when they've backloaded a contract like that is they rework it, they extend, they sign him to longer, they work it out over more years. I think he's about 26. So you think he plays the next 3 years at about, you know, 15 million dollars whatever it is. He's then almost he's 29. Like he's getting up there. I I don't think you want to be paying a 30-year-old defensive end 22 million dollars a year. But who knows what the CBA will be at that point. Um could yeah, be nothing.
0: Yeah, you just you just never know what's going to happen with that. It. I mean, it usually goes up. Um I think the most interesting thing here is is the guaranteed money. How much did JJ Watt's contract have guaranteed money? Oh, like 60. Million. I thought it was 60 or 70 million, too. So, well, let's
1: just clarify all the people out there saying that Cox is as good as JJ Watt. No, oh, no, he's not.
0: He's not even
1: a pimple on JJ Watt's butt. No, it's that's why,
0: how far off they are. That's why there was can, only $36 million in guarantees, exactly. not $70 million.
1: And you can, you know, the, the Philly fans as unbearable as they all are. You can whinge about it, but that, that's the bottom line. He's not as good as JJ Watt. Von Miller's going to blow this contract absolutely out of the water. JJ Watt had another $20 million on top of the total. So, you know, it was $120 million and 60 guaranteed. Um, you know what it does do is this contract makes you think: Why did the Giants pay Olivia Vernon, you know, sixty-five million
0: dollars guaranteed? And His contract is the one of the worst in the NFL right now. It's
1: ridiculous. Or oh, Joe Flacco's is the worst paying Joe Flacco twenty-three million dollars a season is ridiculous. Oh, at least he's a quarterback. He's, though. and not, he's competent. Not a one good year defensive end. Yeah. But either way, this it, it kind of this is what it opens up now. Muhammad Wilkerson, the standout Jets defensive end, who I, think's, I think he's a little bit better than Fletcher Cox. I think he's a better run stopper than Fletcher Cox. That's the difference. They're both about the pretty even on pass rush. He uh, was interviewed afterwards and he, his response was, it's shocking and it's frustrating and he feels like the Jets don't want him, which he's he's playing under the franchise tag at the moment and they're not even trying to get a deal done. Uh,
0: Which, from the the outside looking in they're renting him for the year and they're going to let him walk which is ridiculous for a guy of that Uh, calibre
1: you don't just find another one of him they let um, Snacks Harrison go in free agency who got paid a ridiculous amount of money by the Giants also but I don't think you can afford to let him walk if they annoy him this season he will walk and you know what I'll happily have him walk straight into the Cowboys arms if he's wanting to but he's a guy that will get He'll get very similar to Fletcher Cox, I imagine, maybe a little bit more guaranteed money because I just think he's a little bit better player.
0: While we're talking about deals, do you want to take a shot at what you think Von Millers will be? $141
1: with 70 guaranteed.
0: Years? Six. That's a big, big deal, isn't it? That's a quarterback deal. Got to think
1: the money's the money's just so much more now. Yeah, he's going to get more than JJ
0: Watt. Uh, you got to remember, this guy just won them a Super Bowl. Yeah, and when was Watt's contract signed? Two years ago. Yes, this is year three of that deal. It's year two
1: of year one of the extension he signed. Uh yes, the, he was already under. Cause contract. He was under yep, yep, yep. Yeah, because they didn't want a fifth year option him. That's the bottom line. So he played his four years. He's going into his sixth year in the NFL. So it's his second year under his extension. Uh, which is you know, interesting why they didn't fifth-year option. I think when you've got a guy like that, you just lock him up. But th- there's no rule on how many years you let a sign a guy for. There's talks right now that Andrew Luck's going to be signed to a 10-year deal, which would be the longest by three years. There's been seven-year deals in the past. But predominantly, the longest you get is six years. I think Von Miller's going to get paid, and I think he's going to get paid very soon. But so did Fletcher Cox. And you know what? He is a good football player. Don't get oh, me wrong. no doubt. But he's not, not JJ
0: Watt and that's a lot of money. If you, A lot of money. While we're stuck on... Um... Contracts here. If you were a quarterback as good as Luck, mm. would you want to sign a ten million dollars a ten year deal?
1: I don't know if I would. At that point, you sign a ten year deal, and you're thinking like a ten year deal. Unless it's deal, got a hundred
0: million of guarantees, it will.
1: It will. It'll be the, the talks was it'd be a ten year deal worth about two hundred and fifty million with hundred odd guaranteed. With a hundred odd guaranteed. So basically your first five years are guaranteed and then if they want to cut you, they can cut you and you can go get more money, but you're going to get the money still. What surprises me is why the Colts would want to do that. Yeah. That seems like a long time. I guess they just want him under contract. And and they figure he's going to be a
0: a Manning type and choose either one. They don't miss games Mm -hmm. until the neck happened, but they've got incredible... They both had incredible health records. So does somebody like a... um, Oh, down in San Diego I've gone blank. Phillip uh, Rivers. If yeah. they'll go for each one of those played ten years before they miss a start, so I guess And he's know?
1: so young. Like he's only twenty five years old, Andrew, like maybe twenty six. So signing to a ten year deal, he's gonna be under contract till he's thirty six. That's not an unrealistic time for a quarterback to play. Not at all. Like Tony Romo's thirty five now and they're thinking two or three more seasons still. Yeah. Um, it's just in these days. Um, Drew Brees, prime example. Philip Rivers, another example.
0: Brees had a great year last yeah, year. They crummy in front of him. Thirty-six. He's yeah.
1: still gonna. You know, he carried that team last year. Tom Brady's obviously the prime example. Brett Favre made a Pro Bowl when he was forty years old. They should have won the Super Bowl that year. It was his mistake in the NFC Championship game, and the Saints ended up winning it. Look, these are things that happen. Peyton Manning just played his season. He was forty-one when he hit, when it ended. Now he was terrible last year, but the year before he was forty and he was still good. So, quarterbacks can play a lot longer because of, you know, it's not as physically demanding on them. Now, ten years is just a long time. But if you feel like you're gonna sign into five now, give him, you know, you start, say he signs a five-year deal, one hundred and forty million with seventy guaranteed. And then in five years' time, you sign the same contract again you're ending up paying him more. Whereas you lock him down now, you don't have to ever worry about... Re- you might have to renegotiate it and give him a little bit more guaranteed, but you don't have to re-sign him and fork out that massive signing bonus at the start, which is where it all comes from.
0: Yeah, interesting. Moving on to some injury news. Perryman undergoes surgery on his torn PCL. Um, still expected to play this season.
1: Yeah, I, was, I, was, I felt a bit sorry for him when he got hurt. He was drafted last year in, the, I believe, the second round. Can't remember. Maybe it was late first. He's the fastest player out of that draft. He t- did his knee in the preseason, missed the whole season, which was really disappointing for them. Didn't play a game, uh, but and there was thoughts that he might have done it again. But he's expected to play this season. I, he might not play week one, but there's still you know three months left before the season starts. So. It's a PCL. Like mine's torn. Like I don't have a PCL at all. And yeah, you know, I'm an offensive lineman for Grand Victoria, not in the NFL. But <laughs> I'm sure they'll be able to fix him up quick,
0: smart, and he'll be fine. He'll be good to go. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, third pick overall in the draft. Sorry, fourth, fifth. fifth pick overall in the draft is back practicing at full strength. Yeah. That's a, a yeah, little it's surprising. It's I thought really he'd be out a little
1: longer. News. No, it's really good news. I certainly didn't want the Jags to have that sort of issue again where they'd miss that high pick because that really hurt them last year because you know they didn't have their high pick defensive end and that was something they really lacked was a pass rusher. So, you know, that that's great news. That, that made me pretty happy. I'm and I'm not a Jaguars fan. I just I just for teams, you know, been Jags, bad for a long time. Jag's, Raiders, Browns, you, you, you just feel want, for them a you bit. You want them to just have a good year. Um it's like Seattle a few years ago. You wanted them to have a good year, now everyone hates their guts. But I I don't, but everyone else seems to hate them. But you know, I think it's all the bandwagon fans that upset you. Carolina prime example, they've been terrible for a while and yep, they're up and about up. now. So that's great for them and great for Jalen.
0: Ravens release left a tackle Eugene Munro with a heavy pro marijuana advocate. They're up on their high horse again.
1: Well I th- this is this guy is wanting marijuana that he's very vocal about it. He's never failed a test. Uh, he's a left tackle for for them. He's very good. He was drafted by the Jags then traded over. Since they drafted Ronnie Stanley and then this stuff's piped up about him wanting to basically legalize marijuana in the NFL and they passed on Marami Tunsil because of marijuana, I think this might have something to do with it. However, they tried to get a trade going. Apparently, there was almost one with the Giants. And the Giants cottoned onto it and said, no, nah, we, don't, we don't want to trade because yeah. you, you're going to have to cut him. You
0: can cut him and we'll sign him.
1: So I think the Giants are in the hot seat to pick him up. This guy's a, a starting left tackle. Don't fool yourself. he's. I think there'd be 20 teams that could do with him at left tackle or right tackle. So hopefully uh, someone can pick him up. I don't know if the Giants really need him, but they'll, pro- they'll probably sign him. Uh, there's talks that also the Dolphins are looking at him right now. Which would be very interesting as well because they've got basically three tackles. Laramie Tunsil going to play guard this year for them. I would say my key one would be the Jets to get him because that's something they really need. Or Seattle, Seattle have been in talks with him as well. If Seattle got him, that could really, really help their team too. I think the
0: Jets could be bad this I year. The Jets with could really
1: struggle. I,
0: I think Fitz Fitzpatrick will play. I Do think he will come into camp with his tail between his legs and no. I think take the money? I think
1: they'll go to him with their tail between you reckon? their legs.
0: Apparently, Geno's. Oh, uh, no. Now I'm going to use some inverted commas here. <laughs> no one else can see him. I'm doing the air quotes, <sighs> lighting it up at uh, mandatory mm. mini camp. Do you know what, Richie?
1: The other night, I was throwing the ball around before training to receivers with no one covering them, no pads on, and you know I lit it up too. No, you looked awful. I lit it up compared terrible. to what I'd look like absolutely in a game. Ter-
0: absolutely <laughs> terrible.
1: <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say is who
0: cares. It's it's OTAs. Fair enough. Uh, I think the Jets but, could be quite crummy.
1: I think they'll struggle. They lost Chris Ivory as well, the running back. Uh, yeah, they've got... What, pay- they're
0: bringing Forte to replace him?
1: Yeah, I guess. But he's not a power runner like Ivory no, was. I, they, I reckon they'll I miss think that I Forte's power.
0: got a little juice left in the tank. Oh, I think he's, he's going to have an FU year. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, we'll get to our running backs in a little bit, but... Oh, oh no you didn't. I didn't put oh, him in. Good. But I thought about it. Yeah, me too. I thought about it for about half a second. <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit longer. Um <laughs> speaking of older players, Steve Smith has now calling this his final curtain call. Yeah. Spare me.
1: I told you he was he wasn't going to retire last I'm year. I'm so
0: uninterested in this guy. Oh, I I like him. He's had a great career. <laughs> it's Whoa, I've just dropped (laughs) dropped about a metre.
1: Much better, though. I'm I'm about about (laughs) at your height now. I'm down with the Hobbits. Um, Yeah, I think he deserves a bit of a a final year. I just hope, because he was playing so well last year, then he got hurt. I really hope he doesn't suck this year because that will really hurt the Ravens. But, you know, I did say when he got injured that he wouldn't retire. He wants to finish. You know what Steve Smith is like. But it'll be interesting to see. It's his curtain call, as he likes to call it. There's a video about it. There's a oh, I mean, he, there uh would produced be. by himself.
0: Is there is, is there a
1: hashtag? Oh yeah, call? yeah. It is it's about as unbearable as it gets. But you know what? If it was I don't I like Steve Smith. You know. If Tom Brady did it, everyone would think it was the greatest thing in the world.
0: I wouldn't. I'd hate it too. Yeah, Tom Brady don't start me. Don't like either one of them. <laughs> Coming up next, we're going local. We're going local on the SEN NFL Podcast. Now, I want to start, James. This was very well received last week. Yeah. Um, going local. So what we've done, we've been talking about it during the week. We're actually going to really expand it out. I've been speaking to a number of contacts interstate uh, with other leagues. Um, we're going to get people on um, during their seasons and leading up. Uh, just to let everyone know, on Victoria starts their league a little earlier than everybody else. Um, so throughout the season, we're going to take quick snapshots this time of year we can of course spend a little more time on it because there's not a heap of NFL news as we get into the NFL season this will get cut down a little bit more but we're going to try and do a little bit of a around the grounds type yeah type thing where we'll get we'll get a contact in each state uh we'll quickly grab them on the phone they can give us the the goings on in in a couple of um in a couple of minutes of of what's happening in each state how teams are going um so for those who, who aren't aware or didn't didn't hear last week's show, we had Sam Welloff and Gridiron Victoria on who spoke about the upcoming season, which kicks off tomorrow. Yeah, it certainly
1: does. And there's a lot of interesting games. Uh, what we'll do is we'll start by venue. So, you know, due to refs, not everyone gets to play it at home or away. It works. You get, you know, four teams playing at each venue. So we've got uh, tomorrow at Ranger Field, the home of the mighty Croydon Rangers. Now, we'll try to be
0: non-biased. I just got a photo of it. It's underwater. It's been raining so much, the guys are trying to mark it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Should be good tomorrow.
1: Yeah, that's going to be fun. Now, at 10:30 am, we've got the Melbourne Uni Royals versus the Monash Warriors. Now, obviously, the Warriors have, you know, they played in the Championship last year. They've won. They'd won three in a row before that. They're pretty much most seasons the benchmark of the competition. Yep. Um, They're a very good football team. And the Melbourne Uni Royals, who have been in Division Two for a couple of years now, really came together in the second half of the season last year: Division One. Just a division two. Sorry, I meant division one. Yeah, really came together. I know the first time we played them, we uh, we gave them a bit of a touch up. But the second time, it was
0: a tough completely game. different story. I think they won three games last year, but they were in a lot in the second half.
1: Oh, they were very good. Um, and they've uh again they've attracted a few players, a few from interstate, a couple from overseas, like most clubs do. Uh, so that'll be a really interesting game. I, I know I'll be down there watching it before our game at two o'clock when we play the Western Crusaders. That you know tough D line's been keeping me up at at night as the O-line coach. So, interesting. Hopefully,
0: Nala's feeling very sick tonight and, and can't play. Yeah, hope he can't make it. Um, moving on to Reservoir, where the Northern Raiders will be hosting a couple of games. 3pm kick-off, the Gippsland Gladiators will play be pat, playing the Ballarat Falcons. And at 6.30 in the evening, the Raiders will host the new team into grid on Victoria this year, the Melton Wolves. Yeah, i be interested to see how Melton will go. Mountain go. It really will. The Raiders... Um, had a a bit of an up and down year, year last year in Division Two, finished sort of middle of the table. Melton are brand new; they have got some players from other clubs, um, but you Raiders always struggle. Raiders are very young. Yeah, you're always are very young. You always struggle in your first year. I think the Raiders should take that out. Interesting, Gippsland um up against Ballarat. They Gippsland, both have to travel. Um, I'm
1: going to make a hot call. Gippsland will give them a touch up tomorrow. We we had a scrimmage against them last week and. They've or two weeks ago they've got some really good players, especially on the defensive line. Young Jesse Peters is he'd be a division one starting defensive lineman at any club in the league, in my opinion. Um, he'll be a Victorian representative, and he could go Australian if he really wanted to. He is the the, the figurehead of that defense. They've got uh, Tom Veal, who actually plays in our juniors. Really good young quarterback. I think that team could be really good this year because they impressed me when we played against them. I and mean, obviously, I haven't played against those other teams, so I don't know. But I'd be that'd be my hot tip that they'll be a,
0: they'll be a pretty good force. On the Sunday, the last two games of the opening round down at Endeavour Hills. The ten thirty a.m. game will see a Division Two matchup. The Pakenham Silverbacks will be up against the Bendigo Dragons. Uh, is that the Div Two Championship rematch? No, the didn't silverbacks beat, beat the Monash Barbarians in the Real. last thought year. Bendigo would
1: like weren't they like didn't they lose one game? No. Oh
0: wow, I thought they were really
1: good. It's an interesting game nonetheless. No, I just, un- I unfortunately,
0: Monash last year in both grand finals lost.
1: They did too. Yeah, that's
0: actually that's why I remember that now. I do. It was a shame.
1: It was a shame. Well, well let's not let's not hard. We weren't that upset about it. If it was to someone else, we might have been. <laughs> Um and then Berwick versus Geelong. You know, we have a pretty good relationship with the boys from Geelong. Um I think they're pretty raring to go. They felt like they had a bit of a down year last year with a lot of young guys. Um they'll be up and about and you know, I know Berwick have lost a lot of players, they've had a bit of a you know, a change of figureheads at the club, president's changed, all that kind of stuff. So hopefully they can they can get together and, and be a good team. You know, one thing you know with Berwick is they're always going to come to play. They're certainly not soft. So, you know, I'll be interested to see how that game goes.
0: Yeah, I think Geelong will probably take that one out. Um, I think the Silverbacks probably take care of the Dragons. That's a long trip Silverbacks are a good club. Go.
1: They've got Mel, Mel Martin coaching them as well, who's you know a pretty re- well-renowned coach in in Gridiron, Victoria. He'll have them up and going. They've got some good players. Richie Howlett on the o line's pretty good. Um, they've got some really good players. Uh, Maori or Polynesian boys on the D line as well. They're they're very strong and they're the reigning champs, so they'll be pretty confident. Yeah, they'll, um, yeah,
0: but, they'll be looking to get their season off on the right yeah, but that's for sure. And but
1: the, uh, Bendigo are no slumps either. They've got they've got some good they've got some good players and they've been around a long time. You know, they were in Division, division One and dropped back after some you know mass exodus from the club, uh, mass exodus from the club. So it'd be interesting to see how they're re- rebuilding. Um, they said another good club as well, the Bendigo Dragons. So some really
0: good games week one. Yep, should be some good matches. What's, be really what's your game to watch? What's your number one? Two um, oh, to our own horn. I think us versus the crew. Um, I got Ro- Royals-Warriors. And the Royals-Warriors game. I mean, The two games out at Croydon are, the, are the, pick of the pick of the weekend. I'm very
1: interested to see the Royals because they were... I was super impressed with them when we played them second game last year. And, you know, Rob Rob Hunter's got those boys together and they've brought some some really good players over as well. So, very interesting to see. Good luck to Prince and Alex, our ex-rangers. Look forward to seeing them tomorrow before our game. They're, they're a couple of good boys. I like them. So, and good just, luck to all the teams.
0: And just really quickly, the Southeastern Predators from Division 1 are on the buy and yep. the Monash Barbarians from Division 2 are also on the buy. So
1: annoying. We have two... Is 2-7... Two League team, two, seven, yep, team two seven team divisions. It's annoying. If you put them all together, they'd, we'd have the perfect amount. But I guess you couldn't have two Monash teams, though, if you put them all together. So you have the same situation.
0: Exactly. Coming up next, we'll be talking running backs. Top 10 running back countdown. Now, James, you've got—I've actually got yours in front of me, but you don't have mine. So, just remind the listeners how we come about our lists.
1: It's for next season. So, this isn't a list on the end of 2015. It's basically at the end of if, if we had any, we had these guys. If they could go, okay, here's give me a top ten on guys you want for next season, only one season. That's how I—that's that, how you look at it. Yep. Yeah. So. What guy do you want for one season only? And that's how
0: we put our list together, basically. All right, mate. I'll let you kick it off first. Again, give me your 10, 9, and 8. Number 10. I'll just read all three, and then we just... Yeah, talk about them. Yep.
1: I have, uh, at number 10, Zekel Elliott. Homer. Uh, mate, he'll be on yours too. Don't yeah, start <laughs> me. At number 9, I have Thomas Rawls from Seattle. And at number 8, I have Jonathan Stewart from Carolina. Number 10...
0: I put Jamal Charles, Kansas City in. Number nine, I had Zeke Elliott. And number eight, I had Lamar Miller, Houston. Okay, that's fine.
1: Um, so so we've got a couple
0: of... Let's start with Zeke because we yeah. both had him.
1: Look, it's more... I'm picking him more because of the Cowboys O-line than from him being talented. I see Darren McFadden being fourth in the league in rushing last season behind... And uh, people have to understand, he only started 10 games for us last year because we had... Uh, Joseph... What's his name? Randall. Randall. Joseph Randall, uh, starting the first six before he just went nuts. And he was looking really... Lost his mind. He had something like 400 yards as well. So this is a team that can run the ball, and that's what they're going to do. Ezekiel Elliott is also an incredible pass protector. He's talked about as the best pass protector to come out of college ever. Incredible route running and great hands. He's an all-round package. And, you know, you saw what the Cowboys did with DeMarco Murray, who... Um, was similar. He could do everything as well. He was a three-down back. Now, they they worked him into the ground. I see them doing similar with him. Um, Darren McFadden broke his elbow during the week as well. He'll be out for a couple... Oh, this is... Don't even start me on the story. I'll get upset about it. It's ridiculous. Lie, a pants on fire? He dropped his
0: phone. No, he didn't. He did it doing something else, and he's lying about it. He went... He went to OTAs and, and tried to act like there was nothing wrong. Yeah, like, he couldn't bend his arm, couldn't take a hand off. He's such a liar. He's, something's Something's happened. He said
1: his phone dropped and he dove to stop it hitting the ground. It's ca- what Are he- you telling me an NFL player who earns $9 million a year, probably not that much for him, but 4 or $5 million a year, he drops a, an iPhone worth $500- you're gonna dive for the floor and try and stop. It. Put your
0: foot under it. Whatever, turn it up. Whatever really happened will come out at some
1: stage. It will. It will. I don't think it's anything bad. He's probably riding a motorbike or a horse or something stupid like that. Yeah, but I, I got I got Zeke there at ten. I think he's just. I think it's more the Cowboys' offense as a yep. whole. What do you do? Do you stack the box or? Do you double Des Bryant? This is, all those things add up.
0: If Romo's healthy, he'll yeah. have a great year. I completely agree. My number 10, as I had Zeke at nine. My number 10, Jamal Charles. I know he's coming off injury. Yeah, that's only thing that scared me of him. And I've got faith in him. He's come back from injury before. If he was healthy, he would be in my top five. He was on... Yeah, me too. That's why he's at 10. Because I had to put him on. I want, deep down, I just probably wanted to talk about him. Yep. He was on pace for 1700 Scrimmage yards, not rushing. scrimmage yards. Which isn't that much. But uh, the way he he wasn't that often. It's not like he's young. No, no, no. I think he's going to be 30 this year. Yeah, um, I've paid pretty close attention to him because he's been sitting on my fantasy team for a few years. But I think he's a really good player. By all accounts, he's going to be right to go. He's also going to be sharing carries
1: with Spencer Ware and Chachanderick West. How good is that name? Yeah, I love one.
0: that name. If, if he's fit, he won't be sharing it that much.
1: Oh, they will because they, they, they won't want him to get hurt again. Come playoff time, yeah, he's your man, but they will want to ease him back into it. Look, the only reason he's off my top 10 is because of his injury. Now, you slipped him in at 10. Yeah, I could leave just, him. I just I, couldn't yeah, leave I just, him off. I just felt like... And to be honest, I saw him... I actually didn't think of him till late. He's a guy I miss. So, I would normally do a list of like 20 and just write them all down just from my memory, and then go, okay, where do I rate him? Look at the stats, whatever. Because he had such low stats last year because of his injury, he wasn't on that. And I didn't remind me until I went right down looking for um, a guy who's up on my list who got injured last year, that I saw him and thought, I just just don't trust him. If you give me one year with him, three years ago, he's probably number three, but not not now. I just don't trust him.
0: Yep, now you've got somebody I thought – Long and hard about at number nine, Thomas Rawls. I reckon he just missed out on mine. He, I
1: I have very high hopes for him. Again, it's he an offensive a whole, thing. Didn't have a whole season. Had a, um, he averaged 5.7 yards a carry yeah, last year. It was exciting. Without Marshawn Lynch. Exactly. So when he's he, now he he going to be dominated. the man. I think he's going to be fantastic. Fantasy guys will be taking him early, along with Zeke. Uh, I just think he's going to have a breakout year. I think he would have had it last year. He missed the last eight games. He he played i think he, i think he played 9 games I think so he missed the last 7 games i just think he would have had an easy th- he had 890 yards he would have easily had a 1000 yard season as a rookie probably could have pushed for rookie of the year offensive rookie of the year uh you know Todd Gurley only had just over 1000 yards so who knows
0: I, I think i'm very high on him
1: yeah, like, i almost think... wanted him up further but i just couldn't cuz i haven't seen enough
0: yeah uh, he'll be, he'll be really interesting and i think
1: you know someone mentioned him on our on our facebook page as well when we we put up which it's worth saying. Um
0: no, we'll come, we'll come back to those guys. But okay. um, yeah I think as you said a lot of certainly a lot of fantasy people will be running out to get him um, especially in dynasty leagues. And it's that offense as well. Russell Wilson is Who the, also runs. He's they're gonna really you read
1: option all that kind of jazz that he's he's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Russell Wilson's a complete phony. I can't but... believe I just said all that kind of jazz. That's just <laughs> what am I becoming
0: very good. Um, now <laughs> At eight, I've got Lamar Miller. You've got Jonathan Stewart. I have
1: Lamar Miller coming up, so do you want to wait till I hit him?
0: All right, well, let's talk about Jonathan Stewart because I don't have him on my list. You don't have
1: him. Um, look, I just think you have to reward that offense. He was him and Cam Newton was such a feature of that offense. He was pretty much the only running back they used. He's can do a lot of things. He's a power runner. He can make guys miss. He has got a bit of pace. I just think if if I was having, you know, realist looking at this list now, I probably would prefer Rawls and Ezekiel Elliott over him, but when I was thinking about it today, I just I couldn't leave him off the list. I think he's too too much of a quality running back to
0: leave off the top ten in the NFL. Fair enough. The other one. Who'd you have? That I had Lamar Miller. Do you want to talk to, about him when we get to him? Or Yeah, well he's come let's just do our next ones because he's coming up next for me. Alright, so you've got now give me your seven Six and five.
1: I have Devonta Freeman from the Falcons. Lamar Miller from the now Texans was Miami. And I have Doug Martin from your Tampa Bay Bucks at five.
0: Okay. My number seven, I've got LaShawn McCoy from Buffalo. Boo. My number six is Devonte Freeman from Atlanta. And my number five is David Johnson from Arizona. Okay. Let's start with Miller. Why'd you have him at six?
1: I just think he's an all-round running back. He can—he's super athletic. He does have power when he needs to. He's not one of those guys that will, if there's no hole, try and bump it outside and lose six yards. He'll—he'll he'll go to his gap and he'll—he'll he'll hit a linebacker and try and get yards. Now he doesn't always, you know, crush the linebacker and break the tackle, but he does a good job. He can catch the ball. He's a good pass protector. They actually roll him out into the slot. Uh, I just think he's a really good all-round back. That's why I had him at
0: six. I had him a little bit further down. And, and you know what? Eight, the only yeah. reason why is because I don't think they... Obviously, they didn't use him enough There was a game last year they, when they were
1: up 35-0 at halftime. He had 200 yards from scrimmage in a half, and he didn't touch the ball in the second half. Yeah. Now, I know they were up by a lot. But then next week, he had 40 yards from
0: scrimmage, and they just stopped giving him the ball, and they lost.
1: I, j- I think Miami didn't, didn't know how to use him properly.
0: Yeah, and I think Houston will. I think so too. I think he'll, he'll be a bell Who's cow the coach at Houston. Um, he'll uh, be at Penn State. It'll come. Yeah, in yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, Bill B- O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. That's it.
0: Beach to it. Ah. Um <laughs> I think they'll use him. There's two big weapons on the outside now. Yep. Osweiler. He's unproven as a quarterback, but I know one thing. He's got a cannon. So you you won't be able to play the safeties oh, too far And you've got Andre Hopkins. And Will Fuller, who will exactly take the, so they now the got top they've now got a couple of weapons there, yeah. and and we all know Hopkins can catch it from anyone. Those crummy, crummy quarterbacks here thrown him last year I still Hopkins, put up massive numbers. When we numbers. get to our receiver
1: list, he's pushing number one for me. I it'll be really hard without Calvin Johnson there. Now
0: he'll be really high on my oh, list as well. I can tough. tell you that for sure. Yeah, um, well, that's
1: why I had. De- um, I've got. Did you have Devontae Freeman? Have you had him yet?
0: Um. Yes, I've got him at six.
1: Okay, so I own him at so seven. look had him at seven.
0: Look, I, and guy, another guy, he started off really well last year. He he took that job, choked the life out of it, said, see you, Coleman. Yep. Don't need yeah, you. Yep, And Absolutely, he took he over that job. And
1: then Coleman fumbled a couple of times, and then it was just like, no, nah, okay. give it to Freeman. See him. you later. This is another guy. I love his power. He's only small, but I love his power. Uh, he just runs hard, and that's something that, that in the NFL, it's going to get you yards. Uh, They've improved that O-line as well, I feel like, going into this season. That's going to help them. They brought over Alex Mack from uh, the Browns. Just quietly, do you remember the show on TV, Alex Mack, about the girl who could turn to jelly and go through? She was like a detective. I might be... You're a, bit, you're a bit older than me. No. Every time I say Alex... People will know what I'm talking about. Every time I say Alex Mack, I think of her. She's a cute a cute little blonde girl. She does not play centre for Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> That's I don't know why I brought that up.
0: Thanks but for yeah, bringing I this think to a
1: grinding halt. Uh, Devonta Freeman's going to... He's a pretty good back. I think seven and six, pretty fair for that. Who else do you have the Sean McCoy, who is not on my list?
0: Okay. Well, I had I'd Shady at seven, and there were a couple of reasons why. Last year, you certainly was down from his two previous years before that. He was still good, though. But he was still good. I think he finished up with around 200 and change touches, whereas the two years previous to that in Philly where they had really used him up, he had 300-plus on both those occasions. He was a lot more
1: efficient, you could say.
0: Uh, I think that'll help him, getting a bit of that workload off him from last year. Coming in, he's been much less of a distraction to the mm, world, he's, he's, ju- he's, he's had a got slightly that, lower profile. What about the altercation with the police he had? Like, He's got some issues. He does. But, but we know one thing. They're going to tote the rock. Yeah. When Rex Ryan is in charge of your football team, you're going to the- run the football. So I think you'll see plenty of touches. I also think he's got a really good skill set. Oh, yeah. Um, he's an outstanding player. I he, just- he's a good all-round back. He breaks. I had him at seven. Yeah. He- it, it's not like... I had him in I, the three or the four. Here's I think why he's. I had right him there. off my list along with Jamal Charles. He just breaks too much. How far off would you have him, though, if you were going, say, down to 20?
1: Oh, very. If I was doing a list of 20, my top 10 would probably be different because I'd be looking at it differently. This is, You're giving me one year with a guy. That's how I'm looking at it. You're giving me, a, like, right now, if you were giving me the rest of your career, I'd probably No, no, no. Have I'm just saying if one. you're doing this exact same list down to 20, he'd be 11 or 12. Yeah. Him and Jamal Charles would be 11 and 12. Yeah. Easily. And that's the thing. I'm, they're the guys that just missed out for me, but I'm just worried about injuries. That's the only reason. If I've got one year with a guy, I want him to play 16 games plus playoffs. Yep, pretty understandable. Now, who else did you... Oh, you got, did you have Doug Martin yet? No. I've got Doug Martin at four. I have David Johnson at four, so we have them flipped. Okay. So let's just... I'll, I'll give you my four, which is David Johnson, and we'll discuss Martin and Johnson. Yep. And then we'll do our top threes. Okay,
0: sounds good. So both of us had... Uh, Doug Martin of Tampa Bay and David Johnson of Arizona around the same. Now these are two really different players. Oh, completely! I'll different. start with Johnson. Younger, exploded on the scene, pretty special kind of player, athlete. He is just a freak
1: athlete. Look, he reminds me of a better version of Reggie Bush. That's what he—he he can just make a play happen anywhere. But he can run with power too. I think he is going to absolutely have a huge year in the Arizona system.
0: Yeah, I thought he was super exciting last year when he yeah. came on the scene. They
1: and they're going to share him with Chris Johnson. Um he's still there. He's going to get some carries as well, but David Johnson is going to be something special. Um I think his career is about to ramp up. Where on the other hand, I feel like Doug Martin I feel like that was he played above himself last year.
0: It was 100% his career year. Yeah. Uh, I think that might what be. was he second in rushing? Yeah, yards yeah, about
1: fourteen hundred yards.
0: I just think he that will be the best he ever gets. And look, it might be, but I but I had to reward him in my I, top five because yeah. of that. There's no had, way around it. Yeah, I dug Martin just ahead of him, but look, I can be flip flop there, and I'm, yeah, I'm not going to put up much of an argument. No. It, call it a Homer pick if you want to push. You know, I've got John uh, Martin just higher. Yeah, I think. What he now has, which he hasn't had for most of his career, as a quarterback and continuity and continuity, and they're gonna and he's healthy.
1: All his those knees things. His
0: knees are busted up. Like he he had a great year last
1: year, and don't get me wrong, I think he'll be a you know thousand to twelve hundred yard rusher again this season. I just don't see. He was the entire offense last year. He was outstanding, and he made Jameis Winston's job much easier. Yeah, a hundred times. Yeah. Exactly. I think Jameis Winston will step it up a notch. And when we get to our top 10 quarterbacks, you'll realize how good I think Jameis Winston's going to be too. So I think he'll step it up. They've got good receivers as well. So, And that's the only reason why I didn't have him in front of Johnson. Whereas, in, whereas on the other hand, you're an aging Carson Palmer. I think he's going to ramp down, and Johnson's going to just tote the rock all day. With the way they play defense, they're going to want to run the ball. Oh,
0: I like Arizona. Oh, they are so, so, so good. i excited about them.
1: I kind of wish I was a fan of them. That's how good I think
0: they are. <laughs> um, now, do you want to go it's straight just through
1: three, three, two, uh, 2 3s are the same. They're the same three players, surely.
0: Uh, yeah, they are just out of order.
1: You have Levian Bell 1, 2. Yes, Peterson I do. Two. Yeah, I've got Todd Gurley 3, Levy and Bell 2, Adrian Peterson 1. And I bet you can guess why I had Adrian Peterson above Levian Bell from the way Martha List has gone. Um, injuries. Yes, he just doesn't last seasons. That's the bottom line. He is by far the most complete running back in the NFL, hands down, bar none. Probably the past 10 years, he's outstanding.
0: Pump the brakes. let do it in order. Let's start with Todd Gurley coming off his rookie year. They, that it's is, is be the most, healthier. Though, that is the most unimaginative offense. They just give it to him on stretch plays. Crap O line. Good luck. Too. It's a crap O line. Here's another too. stretch play. Yeah. Here's another Run. Yep. Run. Run. When is run, Jeff Fisher gonna get fired? Run. Punt. Run. <laughs>
1: That's what <a totally laughs> do. Aaron Donald make a play, get the ball back, touchdown. Todd Gurley, when he got back from his injury, people people weren't sure he was gonna play last year because of his injury. He went in the top. He went. At, I think he went at ten in ten in the draft, or twelve maybe. He was just when he got going, he's something else. He runs so hard. What the standout for for him when I watch him is his vision and his cutbacks. He's a one cut guy. But he just hits the hole, gets through it, and then makes the guy miss every time. Linebackers never—the first guy never brings him down. He just—I think I would—I would definitely say he's a lot more like Adrian Peterson than Le'Veon Bell. That's uh, those, in my those comparison. Two,
0: those were the best pure runners. Yeah. Like if if it was, call it even fifteen years ago. Yeah. Where running backs ran yeah. most of the time. I would probably have him higher.
1: Now Todd Gurley's big issue is his pass protection. He's not a great pass protector. It's something he's worked very hard on. Now, a guy that good, he'll work it out. Yeah. Because he was a good pass protector in college, but as the standard lifts, you have to lift it as well. And look, we've seen how he came back from... Come on, mate. Then my phone? How rude.
0: How unprofessional is this? My
1: wife. How about her?
0: Hey, Sophie. I'll be having a chat to her when I get home. You should have put a chat to yourself. You should have put it on silent. Uh, no. Look,
1: uh, yeah, he's... Once his, his pass protection gets up to a, to the top standard, he's going to be... Like Adrian Peterson's going to start to drop. He's going to be one of the best in the league.
0: Think golf helps or hurts? Helps. Definitely. Having a legitimate
1: passing oh, game great. helps. Now, they need a receiver. But, you know, Tavon Austin is a is a handy guy. Gadgets, a he's, a
0: he's a tricky... Po- he's a trick pony. He's
1: a good player to have if you put him on the Dallas Cowboys offense.
0: Yeah, Put him nice. on the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense. Oh, God.
1: Put him in the New England Patriots' offense. That's when he's, when he's your second or third receiver. Yeah. Th- they need a option. real receiver. Wow. Like, you've got a Des Bryant on the edge and him in the slot. How do you cover both of them? That's their issue. They don't have a real receiver.
0: Yeah. And then they play him like he is. All right. Adrian Peterson, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, let's tackle this. Adrian Peterson is the better... Runner. Runner. Hands down. And he's a better pass protector fumbles but a bit. Bell is he's just got he's everything a little bit more. Oh, he's, he's got just it all. A better
1: athlete, which is ridiculous saying that he's a better athlete than Adrian Peterson. He moves like Lashawn McCoy and can hit like Adrian Peterson. That's the difference. Adrian Peterson, he's going to run at you, he's going to cut around you, but he's not going to jump juke you, he's not going to make you miss. He's not going to catch 70 balls. Levy and Bell when before he got hurt last year was something like sixty five percent of their offense was through him. That is ridiculous. So that's where he stands. But I had to reward Adrian Peterson as a runner. If my offence the style of offense I'd want to run if I had a guy for a year, I'd be just pounding it with Adrian Peterson. He makes everyone's job in Minnesota there a lot easier. When it gets cold, he takes over. Same with Levi and Bell but Levian Bell, the only reason he's number two is injuries. He just, he's always – never plays a full season, never no. plays a full game. It, it, it's always lingering.
0: Now, If he, if he does, that Pittsburgh oh offense God. this year is going to be so good. It was like
1: DeMarco Murray. Remember his first couple of seasons? Yep. He would play really well, miss four games really well, miss three games, miss the half, rest half of the season. If if Levian Bell does it, he could do what DeMarco Murray did when he had a full year. He'll get a ton of touches and he'll make a ton of plays. Great pass protector, great, great receiving back. He does everything well, and he's, his running's outstanding on an average O line. That's the bottom line. So I think he's. They're both very good. That top three. Todd Gurley is clearly the three. Is yep. clear the third. The next that, two. That's the line. It's either way. Yeah.
0: Flip a coin and you can't get it wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you,
1: have, you have either of. If, if me and you were picking and you took Levy and Bell and I got Peterson, we're both high fiving each other. You know, that's just how good it is.
0: So, looks like, interesting. It looks like the people out on Facebook agreed as well. We put the shout out earlier today yep. at what people would like to see. First off, John E. and Darren J. want to know about Spiller for sure. I think they might be uh, <laughs> teasing us a little bit there. Might be a
1: minor troll.
0: Robert J. had Peterson. Um, and Quan Nguyen, he had A. P. Gurley and Bell, much like we did. And interesting uh, Ben C. He had um, Rawls to have a breakout season, so he's certainly on board with you, mate.
1: Yeah, I think Rawls will have a break. It. So, did you have Rawls? No, he just missed out for you. I,
0: I I struggled to put him in. The end, I went with Jamal Charles. That that was the last decision I made before I decided that's it, that's my list. And so you couldn't, I can stick with it. And you couldn't get Matt Forte on because I I thought long and hard about
1: Matt Forte, and I just couldn't get him on.
0: I had him there or thereabouts. My concern is that offense is just going to be so crummy that he'll look worse than he actually is as a football player. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) That's good. Geno Smith. Oh, I just think the Jets could be awful.
1: Uh, But you never know. If Geno Smith has a season like Fitzpatrick last year, will they be better than last year or worse?
0: (sighs) That's such a good question. It's a loaded question. <laughs> now they
1: also lost to Brickshaw Ferguson, who was up there with one of the best names in the NFL till he retired and ruined my list I was creating. <laughs> but he's up there and now they've got Ryan Clady an injury prone, you know, average starting left tackle. These are these things the thing that is hard to replace in the NFL. What are the two hardest positions to replace? Quarterback and left tackle? Oh. Left yeah, tackle or D yeah, probably even, like a pass rusher. <laughs> They've lost both of them in an off season. Yeah. You don't just go,
0: "Oh yeah, boom! I found the next guy. Done." Yeah, but you know what else happens? Uh, once we've seen a bit of a quarterback, rarely do they just come out of nowhere and say, "Boom, uh, I'm good now." They don't. Once we've seen a bit of tape on them, they are what they are. Like Blaine Gabbert. He's never going to be good. And when he had a couple of good games last year for the 49ers, spammy people going, oh, he's just needed a fresh face and a, and a change. Get, get out of here. Like, he's not very good, and he'll no. never be very good. No, he'll be what he is. He'll and, be a solid backup. And Geno Smith is the same. And I thought the exact same thing of um, EJ Emanuel, for example, is another perfect example. <laughs> he's still on a, He's still at the Bills. Yep. He turned up, and he wasn't very good, because he was never going to be very good. You know, these guys, really, you, you got to see some glimpses of, of good play and you think okay they has got to iron out the mistakes they'll be fine there was never any good play from players like that
1: Oh, uh, see I disagree I wrote an article about make or break seasons and Geno Smith was on it last year before well, the season broke so did his jaw <laughs> 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 you love that ostrich but he, he had some very good games the year before now then isn't this ridiculous he would have been the starter if it wasn't for his jaw getting broken by a player over $600 now, in the scheme of NFL, that's like me and you fighting over $6, maybe
0: $0.60. Cents. You know I'd pay you back, mate. I'm good for it. I'm- Mark Doyle. I'm good there's for no it. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash, right? Cash All right, we have not, to end Robert? this
1: now. Chris is going to get so mad.
0: well, anyway, we're not even close to running over yet. Um, before we do get out of here, really quick, uh, finding our, our third. Th- our third. A triplet, would you call it? Probably not, but okay. Why not? There's three
1: of us. What's your problem, man? I
0: don't, whatever.
1: Tell okay. us about it. Uh, what do you want me to tell? We're looking for a third person. Um, people who are coming up to me and saying, so what have I got to do to be this third person? You have to apply and actually do something for it, not just rock up and ask me. Okay? So get on board. Again, children, females, males, we don't care. We just want the best person. Um, we want someone who's going to add something to the team. So we've we've had, we've had a few requests now so it's very interesting to see. Now we've we've decided that if there's someone that can only do once a week that we're happy to have we're going to have two shows we're happy to have a different person for each night. So we could potentially have two but have a you know a different third person on any given night. Uh that's fine if someone can only commit to one night a week. Get in touch with us. We'll say obviously we prefer the same person. Yep. But we're not against it, you know, having a bit of a contrast isn't the worst thing in the world in my mind. So that could be good. So get in, board, get, get on board, get in touch with it. If you feel like you can only do one night a week, tell us. It'll be fine.
0: Yep, you can find us on Twitter at SCN America or on the Facebook. Just search SCN America. Um, just send a message. We'll get it. We'll hit you up. We can take it from there. So if it is something that's uh, tickling your fancy, you definitely should do it.
1: I'm pretty fun to be around. Richie spends a lot of time with me and never seems to get bored of me. He thinks I'm awesome. Uh,
0: Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, you're right. You're the best. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely the (laughs) best. Thanks for downloading the SEN NFL podcast. You can follow James on Twitter at jartha 6594 You can follow me at richard03. And, of course, you can follow SEN America at SEN America. Until next week, for James Arthur, for myself, I'm Richard Garraway. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for listening to the SEN NFL Podcast. For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook
0: at facebook.com slash SEN America.